Hi, I'm Dylan. I'm Sarah. I'm Derek. And we would like to welcome you to Planet Bob, where we talk about the movies and shows that made their way to our little corner of the galaxy this week. Alright, so here we are for the big three zero. Yeah, we're 30 now. <laughs> I wish. No, but we're like almost a year old. Yeah, this podcast is nearly a year old. Yeah, and we just realized we have made absolutely no monies. But that's okay. Yeah, we haven't officially gotten paid for anything. We're yeah. not even internet famous yet. Yeah. No, we have money sitting in, in accounts that are waiting for us to get to a threshold and then they'll pay us. Yeah. <laughs> like, you guys is too poor now. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, you guys haven't made enough yet to make it worth our while to send out a check. <laughs> well, yeah. At least, like, $30 for Google is pretty good. But yeah. no one's sending us a 60 cent check. No. I don't blame you, Amazon. No. No. No, the paper costs more than that. What's yeah. the uh, AdSense payout? Oh, the AdSense, that's the... Is it 100 bucks or something? or The AdSense is the one, yeah, that it starts at 100 bucks. When you yeah. hit 100 bucks, then they send you your first check. Oh. Then what are we going to do? Go for dinner or something? Hell yeah. Yeah. yeah, we should. Well, and I told Dylan to, like, take some of it and start putting it into the fact that you pay for the... Yeah. The posting and account. the... Yeah. It's only anyway. like six bucks a month though, so it's not that bad. That's true. But yeah. We could use it to pay guests to come on. That's true. Yeah. Like, you know, semi-famous people. Well, I saw one guy today, he was tweeting, uh, apparently you can get a Q&A with him just by taking him to lunch. I'm like, is that all it takes? When you come to Sudbury, I'll take you to lunch. Who? Yeah. <laughs> uh, he plays Kane on Supernatural. Timothy, I'm not sure how to pronounce his last name. And someone asked him for... Like to go on their podcast? Omenson? Oh. So, yeah, he's, he was doing a Q&A, and he, uh, someone asked him what it would take to get him to do a Q&A with them, and he's like, take me to lunch. Like, I can do that. <laughs> That's pretty simple. Yeah, I have money for lunch. Yeah, <laughs> lunch I can do. So, uh, since we haven't mentioned it, we're going yeah, to yeah. talk about Seven and Fight Club tonight. Do a couple David Fincher movies. Yeah. I thought it was good that we did these two together, and I think we'll do his uh, the other two big ones uh, together, Gone Girl and Girl the Dragon Tattoo, because I feel like these two go together and those two go together, kind of, in terms of tone. Girl-centered and dude-centered? I suppose, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Even though Gone Girl is mostly about Ben Affleck. Yeah, he is a big focus in that one, for sure. <laughs> Which is good or bad. Uh, he's really he's good, good in this movie, yeah. yeah. He's I can't, bomb I can't, and phantoms, yo. I can't even say that he's bad in anything because you can't only do so much with a bad script. That's true. <laughs> I mean, Daredevil was pretty shitty. Yeah. Like, but that was, don't that really was, just blame him. Yeah, that was shitty across the board. You can't, yeah. It's not his fault. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, you better not fuck up Batman, putting that out there. Yeah. Don't fuck up Batman. Batman and Superman in one film, along with a whole bunch of other people. Yeah, I'm not sure I feel about this movie. No, I don't know. I don't know. I'm looking forward to it, but I don't know if it's going to be a big letdown or what. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. I don't have huge expectations for DC movies. I know they've just been not fun. No, they're too. They're they're too serious. They take themselves too seriously. It's not fun. You go to a comic book movie for fun. Yeah. Not and for what are, and what are Batman and Superman fighting about? I wonder. I don't know. Yeah, I just don't. I don't know. Like, Daredevil the show 
was serious, and it was good. And yeah. Jessica Jones is serious, and it's great too. So it can be done. Yeah. It's just I don't know. They're just bummer movies. I find it has nothing to do with anything. But <laughs> no. Yeah, I just realized we're four minutes in. We've we've only introduced <laughs> what we're talking about. This yeah, that's okay. Right. Well. Let's like end that by saying if you haven't watched Daredevil and Jessica Jones, you should do it. Yeah, and if you great. like and if you like Marvel movies at all, watch it. Watch them both. Have you seen them? No. They're great. Watch them. Yeah. That's my advice to you. Then we'll talk about them. Maybe if we get Maybe. to it. All right. That'll be part of our next MCU discussion. <laughs> so what? Uh, oh, that's a good idea. I like that. Um, when Britney's up for Christmas, maybe. There you go. Get on it. Get all caught up on the MCU. Yeah. So Ant-Man and... Did you guys see Ant-Man? Oh, yeah. Is it any good? Very good. Yeah? It's not directly connected to the MCU, but... Well, Paul Rudd is just kind of awesome. Yeah. You writing this down? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Still probably lose it somehow. Daredevil, the show, and Jessica Jones, the show. You'll like them, so you'll just like, plow through them. I think that uh, Mackenzie might like them, too. Yeah. They're just an well Ant-Man or no? Yes. Yeah. Got a few weeks. Is there anything else in the MCU going to be out before that? I think that's enough. For no, I'm just, do. I'm just curious if there's going to. I don't think so because I don't think anything's stupid enough to go against Star Wars. Yeah, that's true. Ooh. Yeah. Star Wars is going to be a big one. It's going to be huge. Mm-hmm. Okay, so are we starting with seven or Fight Club? All right, well, let's start with seven, and uh, we'll try to keep the discussion kind of separate, just in case we end up doing a full hour of each of these. Uh, whatever. It'll be fine. I mean, there could be crossover, but we won't um, split halfway through like we did in, in that one episode. So I like Seven better, actually, than Fight Club. Oh, yeah? It's my it's my favorite of the two. But I think that's because I watched the hell out of this in high school. Did you? Yeah. Like, I don't even want to think about how many times I've actually seen this movie. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot. And it makes me think of Leanne's Basement. I have watched them both a lot. Nobody out there knows who Leanne is. Does Leanne okay. listen? No, I don't know though. Probably not. <laughs> my friend, my friend from high school, her basement. That's where I go when Shout I watch this movie. Yep. She had the best basement. <laughs> <laughs> Massive sectional. It was awesome. Nice. Yeah. That's what you want. It's a movie spot. Oh yeah, like yeah. ninety of us could sit and watch a movie at the same time. It's great. <laughs> I I prefer. Well, I don't know. I don't want to say I prefer one over the other because I, I really like them both. Just yeah. say it. If I had to pick one, I would pick Fight Club. Yeah. If I could only watch one ever again... Oh, no. I'd pick Fight Club. We'd have to stay in separate rooms. Yeah. Because we don't have the same choice. <laughs> what are your thoughts? Uh, yeah, I prefer Seven, actually. Yeah? Yeah. That's it's more... more my, Freeman. Yeah, that's more my style of movie. More more murdery? Well, yeah. Less not, just punching? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> a little more straightforward, too. Yeah. Like, it's it's got a very... It's got a very straight-up plot. Yeah, exactly. They have, both have some pretty excellent twists going on in there, though. Uh, yeah, seven like surprises. Seven is more honest with the audience than Fight Club is. Well, I mean, you Fight see, Club has a super like unreliable narrator. So. Well, exactly. <laughs> like he doesn't even know who he is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, spoiler alert: We're gonna talk about all this shit. So yeah. Just if you haven't seen them, turn it off. Spoilers should be assumed at this point that we're. Yeah. If we're talking about. Two movies with twists in them. The twist is gonna yeah. Be mentioned. These ones just have like crazy, crazy turns. Yeah, I uh, like the head in the box. It's pretty intense. Yeah, I like how in the commentaries David Fincher like 
I guess everyone who had read this script before it before it was made knew it as the head in the box movie because that was <laughs> what, that was what that's what sold people on it is because yeah. nothing nothing had been done like that at the end to the close of film before. Well, yeah, they just, just like straight up murder his wife, and it's not on camera. Nothing is ever on camera, but it's super disturbing. Yeah, yeah. You never see any of the deaths on on camera. No, no. you see. Well, yeah, you don't see any of the deaths, but you see like well, it's pretty freaking gruesome. This this movie, like yeah. up until that point, it's like gross, 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 yeah. and then they and they do that so much that people think they see a head in the box. Like, people will fight you on it. Oh no, I totally saw her head. No. Really? People say that? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, wow. David Fincher mentioned that he, like, people straight up come up to him and yell at him for, like, why would you put, why would you show the head in the box? <laughs> He's like, really? I never, I never shot that. So there's no way you saw it in the movie. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, they probably didn't even make anything. They wouldn't have made a prosthetic. Yeah, movie. it's just a box. They may have weighted it so the guy held it properly, but yeah, it's crazy. People are crazy. People convince themselves of things. Yeah, definitely. When things are implied, they 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 get this image in their head and they think that that's what they saw. I should well, use that scene to teach inferences. Like, you never see the head in the box, but you know that it's there. Yeah. Because of everything else that happens. Well, and people, the kids would be like, what? You're showing me what? <laughs> you don't awesome. even say that. I, I, I took a trophy. Your wife's pretty head. So and that's immediate. That's right when... Morgan Freeman is opening the box when Somerset opens the box. At that point, it's a crazy town. Yeah, yeah, what I like liked the about best. it too was that they didn't show you all that. Yeah. You don't really need to see someone chopping someone's head off, or no, all the violence is after. The, like, yeah, we see after the fact. We don't see any of the, the first-hand violence except for Doe's death. Yeah. Well, and the closest we get is, um, dude in that suit. Who's yeah. like clearly super traumatized. Yeah. Yeah, the guy in the bed too, they had he had tied up with the hand in. Oh yeah. That was fucked up. Yeah. Sloth? Yeah. yeah. I know, that's what did I say about that one? It said he's the worst because like he's still alive. Yeah. You know, like at least like gluttony dude, he lasted what, like a, a couple days? Yeah. Gluttony guy? He said he was doing it for a year, didn't he? No, he did it for a year to sloth. Oh, right, yeah. Well, I, I think the fat guy would, would have been the same time frame. I don't think so. It was a couple they days. They just made him eat for a few days. Yeah, he stayed oh. there and forced fat. Because he said he went out to the supermarket again, right? Because they found two receipts or whatever. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I figured it would have been a longer period. Because didn't he just feed him until he burst? Like, he kicked him and... Yeah, he kicked him in his stomach. His stomach exploded? exploded. Like, oh. <laughs> Yeah, that was nasty too. Yeah. Yeah, the vomit bucket under the yeah. table. Like apparently, it really smelled in there because they had like they'd gone in the day before and spread all this stuff around. Yeah. And so overnight, it had been like, cooking in the heat and the sun and all that, and you went in there the next day and it just stank. Well, it just has the best effects and lighting and yeah. set design. Like every set is just so depressing. Yeah. Well, both like, you the, look at the house from the outside that the gluttony dude is in, and it it looks rough, but you actually get in there, and there's, like, bugs and exposed wiring and exposed insulation, and yeah. the walls are crumbling, and... Ugh. Both of these movies are, are have a really grimy feel yeah, to them. Fight Club, too, yeah, for sure. Every, every location is 
really dirty. Fight and Club seems more real to me, though. Yeah, no, no. Because some places are nicer and like the planes are clean and it just depends where they are. The yeah, field the that you get that from the place clean, would be are clean. Yeah, like the Paper Street house is pretty freaking gross, but like his condo is beautiful. The office yeah. space is clean and well lit, and like it changes. But I just find that so much of Seven is grimy, and I think I feel like it's because it's all kind of Somerset's viewpoint like he hates life there he wants to leave all he sees is like the dirty nastiness of society like when he gets in the cab i'm sure there are people like having fun or you know talking and having a good time but he focuses in on like the person lying in the sidewalk who got shot and the lights and yeah like the guys in the library the library is nice and clean there's two scenes yeah in the in the in the movie that take place in clean places that's the library and the lawyer's office. And the lawyer's office. And because, dude's home. Yeah. Yeah. The lawyer's home. No. Uh, Mills' is home. Well, I thought it was kind of like... I thought it was normal home. Yeah. It's like normal looking. But then they have the, the subway going past all the time. But I think it's like not dark and not horrible because Somerset doesn't have a negative view on it. Like he thinks it's good. He thinks it's sweet that Tracy invited him over for dinner and they get together. It like, was sweet. It really was. Yeah. Well, it's, yeah. yeah. That's like a super wife thing to do. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, Mills wasn't going to do it. <laughs> no, <laughs> not at all. She calls, and then she's trying to get him to ask Somerset to dinner, and then when he wouldn't, she's like, okay, give him the phone. <laughs> yeah, yeah, put him on. <laughs> and then he tries to say no, too, but she won't let him. Oh, yeah, she's not having that. Yeah, I like that. I like Gwyneth Paltrow in this movie. I think she's a good fit. Yeah. For the character. Did you know... I'm going to swap here for a second. Okay. <laughs> they were going to hire Reese Witherspoon to play Marla. Really? In Fight Club. Oh, yeah? Gross. I don't think that would work. Like, no. Reese, I have no problems with you. I like you in a lot of movies. But you're not Marla Singer. Like, no. No, she was good as the girlfriend in American Psycho. But I don't think she'd be right for... She's not the girlfriend in American Psycho. Was she not? Oh, yeah, she was. She was the girlfriend? The drugged up one. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, but who already had a husband? Yes. Yeah. Okay, I get you now. Yeah. Yeah, don't she was good in that. But she wouldn't work as a Marla-type character, I don't think. No, because the one in American Psycho was more, like, upper-crust, kind of yuppie-ish. Yeah. Which I feel she, like, fits physically. Like, she looks, you know, that probably is in there now. Yeah. Walking. Yeah. That's squeaking in that hockey um, probably in there. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, Helena Bonham Carter just looks like totally <laughs> crazy, and it's awesome. She's so good at it. Yeah. And you still like her. Yeah. Yeah. Like is. she's weird and crass, but you love yeah. that character. Well, that's because <laughs> she's better than either of the the male leads in that movie. As yeah. bad as she is. Yeah. They're bad people too, for sure. Yeah. Truth. Um, both have some awesome title sequences. Yes. Yeah. David Fincher has mastered the title sequence. Like, they're super 90s when you watch them, because you're like, who has those anymore? <laughs> title sequence, what? <laughs> yeah, now it's usually just titles playing out as the scene is going on. Yeah, because no one wants to sit through that anymore. And First it was, like, black screen with white names, and everyone was like, I'm over that. <laughs> yeah. So then they started having, like, fun things in the background, or music, and then they were like, over that. And then they had to do crazy stuff in the 90s to keep you interested. And now nothing. Now they just get right to it. Mm-hmm. Maybe there might be a title card just to tell you what the movie is after 
after the production company cards. People can't wait anymore. You no. Gotta get right into it. Yeah. Yeah. No time for that. Eight second attention span. Yeah. Well, and I just like the one for seven too because I love Nine Inch Nails and they use Closer, which is great. And no way sure the goth on the show is likes Nine Inch Nails. Love Nine Inch Nails. <laughs> <laughs> well, and then like you're welcome, American Horror Story. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like the from seven, the whole creepy feel of it. Oh yeah. Clearly influenced. Yeah. Like weird pictures of things and weirdness. Yeah, weirdness. Kevin Spacey was good. Yeah, after only being in for like a minute. Yeah. He steals the scenes that he's in. Definitely uh, is a commanded performance. Yeah. Couldn't they like almost not get him? Uh. Because he costs a lot? Yeah, they they talked about in the commentary a, a couple times about how. They they wanted Kevin Spacey, but they didn't. They knew his his cost, and they didn't think they could afford him. Oh yeah. I'm not sure how it ended up working out, but could drop his price. <laughs> I, yeah, I guess. Well, and they said for the helicopters at the end that they had to film them, like film everything without it, and then hope to God they came in under budget because the studio was only like, if you come in within this amount, you can have helicopters, but otherwise, no. Oh really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so maybe that was it. Be really good, and you can have Captain Spacey. Yeah, that'd be hard to do though, because like you'd need him early enough in the production, because like, he's essential. Once, well, you, once you're I mean, getting close to showing a final product. Yeah, but they could have saved his scenes for later, and then hired someone else if need be. I guess. I mean, how many projects don't get their first choice? Lots. Yeah, I mean, uh, Bill and Ted wanted Sean Connery. <laughs> <laughs> what happened there? Not enough in the budget. Got uh, George Carlin instead. I think that was for the better. Yeah, personally, that was a good choice. Yeah, it was a good way to go. Yeah, I like that they show, like that they open with Morgan Freeman. I totally forgot they did that. I thought it, I actually thought it went right into the title sequence. I yeah. forgot that there was a scene with him, but I like that they set up that he's kind of a caring character that he's going to feel for people, and also like I guess that would make sense as to why he's so burnt out. Yeah. Because yeah, he, he cares enough. Because the cop says, like, he says, did the kids see it? And the cop says, well, who the fuck cares? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Why are you asking pointless questions? Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I, I thought that was kind of cool. And then I like that they talked about how he's got seven days left to work. And that kind of sets up the seven number. Because I, I only just ever assumed it was associated with the seven deadly sins. I didn't really well, realize you, that yeah was, I didn't realize that either until I watched it this time too if you notice at the end it's 7 o'clock when the movie ends too oh is it really that's nice that's when the package is supposed to be delivered at 7 o'clock oh yeah and they don't leave the police station until 6 just such a good ending yeah head in the box ending have you read the head in the box movie well and it is so hard like Somerset says you know don't call him insane it's dismissive yeah and you so want to like you so relate to Mills at the end, like, no, you're fucking crazy. Yeah. Shut up, nobody will care. Yeah, it's it's easier if he's crazy, because then the things that he does don't have to make sense. Yeah. The worst thing is that he's not crazy. He's got twisted views, but he's not insane. Well, and you don't really want them to be crazy. No. Because then it's harder to convict. Not that it matters, because he's dead at the end anyway. Oh yeah, super, totally dead. But he does that on You purpose. can't blame Mills for that one. No, no, he would easily. I be thought able to for a second that he wasn't gonna, because it's been a long time since I'd seen it. So, 
Originally, it wasn't going to be him that did it. It was going to be Somerset that kills him. Oh, really? Yeah? Because Somerset's career is over and Mills is just coming up. So he's like, I'll sacrifice my the rest of my life so that you can have your career. Hmm. Although I don't think that works because I don't think Mills could be a cop after that. No. After losing his wife, finding out that she was pregnant at the time that it happened, and then the person he was chasing is the one that did it, I don't think he could... I don't think he could do it ever again. Yeah, it'd be hard to come back from that. Yeah. He'd be on uh, psychological leave for a while. Yeah. And if he did come back, he might be gun happy. Yeah, who knows? He might pull an Aunt Lucia. Yeah, exactly. There you go. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Except the dude is dead, so... Yeah, but, I mean, could go after someone who looks like the dude or similar circumstance. Yeah. Similar circumstance like that's never going to happen again. (laughs) Like, I don't think... Mills is going to jail, though. No, he's going to a uh, uh, mental health facility. Oh, oh, yeah. For sure. Because, like, at the end when the cops say, like, we'll take care of him. Like, they super will. Because that sucks, like... Yeah, there's no way you can convict dude, him of murdering that. No, he was... And he clearly was had lost it at that. Yeah. Like, exactly. when he pulled the trigger, he was not himself. That well, whole you, you find out that whole thing has been set up just for you, and now your whole family is gone? Like, insane. Especially when you didn't know you had a family until that moment. Yeah. 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 No. Didn't know she was pregnant until no. after she was dead. That's what that's what sent him over the edge. You could see it on his face. Everything changed as soon as he yeah. found out she was pregnant. Yeah. He plays it so well. Yeah, I thought I thought Brad the Pitt. Uh, Brad Pitt Morgan Freeman chemistry was good in the yeah. movie. Yeah. I liked it too. Yeah. They're different, but it works. Yeah. Yeah, I made a note how it's it's Mine, it's it's a buddy cop movie without the comedy. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Because <laughs> it's really about them coming together as partners and, and becoming friends, having each other back by the end of it. Yeah. But then it goes to a dark place that most buddy cop movies would never, ever go. <laughs> well, and he says, like, like Morgan Freeman's character says that he's, at the end, he's going to stick around. Yeah. And I think he needs to stick around for Mills. Yeah, he's putting his retirement off so he can continue to do good. To do good. Well, I don't even know if he'll... Like, he might retire, but I think he's just going to stick around. Yeah. Yeah, he's not going to... I guess there was a whole sequence that they had filmed before of uh, Morgan Freeman checking out this house that he was going to buy. Like, this was the place he was going to move when he retired. Oh, really? But they cut that out of the movie because they couldn't... There was a train scene that was going to be in between that and the... the, His first case... The case that opens the movie... But they couldn't, the studio wasn't going to pay for them to film at the, on the train or at the train station, so they had to cut it. Really? Yeah. So we don't get that. He's going to move out of the city. Like, it's, it's Well, I think really that's shown. pretty clear. Yeah. Like, there's like a, when, he's, when he's collecting his stuff. Where are you going to go? Far away from here. <laughs> yeah. At the beginning of the thing. Well, that's when he's coming back. That cab ride was actually part of that sequence. And it's it's him coming back from the train station after being at this place that he's got a little... Yeah, but I mean, as, what I'm saying is I don't think you need that scene. Because no, that, that one phrase sums it up I mean, pretty clearly. I'm not saying you need it. I'm just saying there's going to be a scene. You do. Yeah. Settle down. <laughs> <laughs> what else have we got? I made a note that when at the sloth scene, they ran into Kevin Spacey's character for the first time. But they didn't know it. He's the photographer on the stairs. Yeah, that's right. So they had him at number three. Couldn't get him. They actually made him leave the scene. 
<laughs> Mills tells him to fuck off. That was funny. <laughs> yeah, like, someone on IMDb uh, wrote this post about movies with zero comic relief. I'm like, half of the things Mills says are for comic relief. Yeah, exactly. Like, his lines make me laugh every time I watch them. Like, when he's... Uh, reading Dante and he gets mad at the <laughs> yeah. fucking poetry piece of shit motherfucker <laughs> just starts throwing the book around and then the guy comes up with the, cri- the cliff notes for for all the books that Morgan Freeman told him to read yeah. you see him when they were on the couch together waiting for the fingerprints to come back yeah they're just sleeping together sleeping together <laughs> yeah that shows they become buddies yeah and then what seals it is that uh, that scene when they're putting on their wires they're shaving their chests and <laughs> yeah, putting right. on their wires Brad Pitt was like, I thought we should have both been topless for that scene. I think it's ridiculous like this. It's like a lie. And uh, we spent the whole play getting to this point. We've unpeeled the onion. He should be naked. It's a naked, beautiful moment. <laughs> oh, yeah? Yeah. <laughs> well, and right before that scene, he gets that message that his wife is uh, trying to get a hold of him. Like, yeah. oh, dude. Yeah. She gone. That's she bad. did, bro. Yeah. Should have called her. I think it might have been pretty awesome to like do all of the design for John Doe's apartment. <laughs> that place is nuts. Yeah. Like it looks super lived in and I wouldn't um, want to actually do it though. Oh, it would be crazy. Cuz like though all those journals, they're all hand stitched. Like they're all sewn together by hand. Really? Yeah. Cuz they wanted to they wanted like I think John more Doe, impressive is the fact that dude filled them. Yeah. yeah. Really. Yeah, the same guy who, who made them all fill like, Every one of those books is full of, of shit. Just like stream of consciousness stuff he just started writing. So oh. I don't get it. Because when you look at them close up, it's like there are three lines of text for every like blue line on the page. Really? So every little line fits three full lines of text. It gets it really intense. Yeah. I don't yeah. get it. They would go. They would go through old uh, crime photos and stuff too, and snip out photos and paste them in there. And they'd age the tape, and the level of detail that went into making just the notebooks is insane. Yeah, really. <laughs> like the the people who were working on this project must have really loved it to put that much effort into just the details that no one would ever noticed. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Exactly. Like to have. You only see one of those books, but every one of them is hand-stitched, and every one of them is full of text. <laughs> well, it just like looks, it looks lived in, and there's garbage everywhere, and dirt, and yeah. books, and random papers, and I don't know. I wouldn't want to be the guy who had to draw, write gluttony in the grease behind the fridge. Like, first to put the grease on the wall, and then to draw, write gluttony in it. I wouldn't want that job. That seems pretty gross. Well, I mean, you'd have gloves. I know, but still, like I've been, I've been by the grease trap behind a, like a, a grocery store or whatever that sells hot food. Yeah, but and that's do you disgusting. really think they used grease? No, that's probably true. <laughs> I doubt it. I could do that right now with some black paint and a gel oh, medium. Oh, fine. Well, I'm just saying, like. <laughs> Let's see it. It's like how strawberries are painted red with lipstick before they go on screen. Well, let's uh, let's see you do it then. Let's go. You know, we'll post the results Vaseline on Facebook. Put Vaseline on turkeys <laughs> to make them look like moist. We want the whole experience. Come on then. <laughs> you want me to do a demonstration? Yeah, we'll post the results on. We can make strawberry roses. There you go. <laughs> why? Why is the apartment not full of them? Strawberry roses. <laughs> yeah. 
because you have to eat them. <laughs> you should lack them, they last forever. Nope. <laughs> Not how that works, but all right. <laughs> I want to get to go on to Fight Club now. <laughs> I like that uh, Somerset knew that, that uh, Tracy was pregnant before Mills ever does. Like, way before. You like that? I thought it was sad. Well, I say I like that, but I made note of that. <laughs> <laughs> Why did you find it sad? Because she has no one. And then she that has kind Somerset. Of, I know, but then that kind <laughs> of like... The grizzled old cop. He's like a grandfathery type figure. I guess that's, yeah. Yeah, but when that's like literally the only person you have to talk to about this whole situation? Someone you've only Dude, met Dude, you once. just met one <laughs> yeah. time. That's all. Like, that's kind of... It is sad. He's a cool old guy, and I mean... I'm sure they would have continued to be friends had she not had her head chopped off. But that shouldn't be the first person you tell something like that to. Like, yeah. some person you just met. They played on people's paranoia in this movie, too, with uh, Somerset having a, a contact in the FBI who could find people's, like, library. Yeah, trace your library records from the library card. Yeah, this was, in, this was in the 90s. This was before 9-11, before the super paranoia came in. <laughs> before the Patriot Act. And already you had people being paranoid about the FBI <laughs> checking your library habits and things like that. You don't think they do? I don't know if they do. Totally do. But I like how they acknowledge, like Mills says, like, like, yeah, we can track serial killers this way. He's like, yeah, and every college dude person writing a paper. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, this isn't as useful information as you might think it is. No. No. Like, I took criminology and wrote a paper on prostitution in Canada. Yeah. Am I a madam at a brothel? No. (laughs) (laughs) Only when you're looking for a specific person. I took a sociology criminology class. Only when you're looking for someone who's read specific books is it any good at all. Yeah. Everybody's like, their full library record would be useless. Do they still have library cards? I think so. Yeah? I as think so. I know. Like, in university, our library cards were just our student card. Everything. I was just curious. Yeah, it was a student card. I haven't been to a library in forever. No, yeah, me neither. neither. If I want a book, I just buy it. I just go to the English classroom and borrow something. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> or chapters and buy it myself. Yeah. We don't all have, we don't all have that option, sir. Yes. Lala. The perk of going to school for five years. <laughs> Free book lending with no library card. It's, it's an awesome perk. And like uh, when they when Mills and Somerset find Doe's apartment and they get that phone call from him, he starts setting himself up from that point as envy. Because on that phone call, he starts telling Mills, "I admire you, detective." Yeah, that's right. Which is his creepy. whole thing. Well, yeah, Doe is a super creepy character. Yeah, he really is creepy. He slices his own fingernail. His own uh, fingertips off so we don't leave fingerprints. Good well, yeah, idea, we were though. watching it. No, it isn't a good idea. Burn, Burn that them. shit off. Like, get like just bleeding everywhere. Like that didn't can't you learn be practical. From Men in Black. That's true. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. This is more dramatic though. Oh, for sure. Oh, and yeah. It looked grotesque. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He comes into the. <laughs> they're trying to do fingerprinting, and it's all like bloody, inky. Like, why would you even try? Yeah, give up after the first one. There's nothing there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> You're probably just, like, I think we legally have to do this. You're fingerprinting a wound. <laughs> Why would it just, like, blood, 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 blood? Yeah, really. You don't need ink. Just rub his finger on it. Yeah. <laughs> gross. Well, and then they're putting ink in these, like, fresh wounds. Like, gross. Yeah. That's not good. It's not. No, that's not good for your fingers. It's a good thing they didn't care about them. That's true. 
Well, I mean, the dude's kind of a dick. Yeah. <laughs> it's a little bit. So I noticed that there was some confusion about which, who was, who represented Lust online. And I think it's the prostitute personally. Yes. Since she's the one that ends up dead. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The other guy's traumatized, but I'm pretty sure that the representation of Lust is the one that has sex. Well, and later he, yeah. he says when he's, like, talking about, like, a man so fat you'd be disgusted to see him or... Um, a woman who spreads her legs for money. Like, he doesn't refer to him. He refers yeah. to her. Yeah, yeah, in the back of the car there when they're driving. Yeah, he yeah. doesn't talk about a man who pays for sex. No, no. Well, because it's always the woman who's worse, right? Yeah. Like, well, it is. Even though she's just trying to earn a dollar. I know. She's trying psycho, to make some cash. Yeah. His psycho-religious view. Yeah. Well, yeah, because he's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> He'd be crazy. He does be crazy. And then there was Pride, who cuts off her own nose rather than call for help. Or he cuts off her nose and then she kills herself rather than call for help. Takes the, the pills. Yeah. See, and, and that's the thing too, is I don't think that's, like, he's so crazy. It's not fair to judge someone. You've just mangled them and destroyed their livelihood and put them into, like, a complete state of shock and despair. And then you say, hey, here, call for help or kill yourself. And then you judge them for killing themselves. Like, yeah, dude, look at the situation you put them in. <laughs> Some pretty stable people would still make that same decision. <laughs> it's not vanity, it's, like, depression. Exactly. You, you just... don't have a nose anymore. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> kind of like my nose. I don't think it's vain to want my nose attached to my face. No. <laughs> I think that's kind that's of just not, yeah, that's, fair. It's not a lot to ask for to have a nose. Like, you shouldn't be well, judged. Was it, yeah. was it still at the scene? Because if you called for help, they might have been able I to reattach it. I don't think they can reattach a nose. No? No, I don't think so. I don't know. You can reattach an arm. Okay, I'm gonna Google. Can you reattach a nose? So they might. Like well, maybe. There, I don't know. Didn't they do some uh, guy got a like a head transplant or some fucking thing like that? Yeah. Or a face yeah, trans- or something or yeah, they transplanted a guy's face. On yeah. The yeah. I think he was a firefighter or something. He got burned. Yeah, and they transplanted another face onto his. Yeah. So maybe nose can be. Because nose is really just cartilage. You just have yeah. to attach, reattach the skin. The exactly. Connect again, I think. Like cauliflowered ears are a result of the cartilage breaking your ear, right? So you'd have, like, you'd probably end up with weird growths on your nose where the cartilage broke. But yeah. <laughs> have a cauliflowered nose. Sweet. <laughs> or not, eh? Yeah. Probably awful. Well, apparently, um, it's even easier to attach noses. Really? Cartilage has a slower decomposition point or some shit. There you go. She there you fucking go. killed herself for nothing. Yeah. Like put her nose back on. She could have just been scarred. But yeah. again, like I said, I think it's more the depression than the fact that she's worried. Yeah. Like, I would still be pretty damn depressed even if I could put my nose back on. So yeah. I'd be pretty freaking bummed out. If you were asked, Aaron, could put your nose back on? And plus, you'd have to relive that experience every time you looked at your nose in the mirror. What happened? Some guy yeah, that's true. cutting your nose off. I'm, I am curious what happened to the, the knife suit guy. Oh, like, oh yeah. Like, yeah. What yeah. Ultimate, what, where he ultimately ends up. Because they won't put him in jail. He he was forced to do that. Yeah. Oh, no, he's going to loony band that dude. Yeah. For reals. Yeah, he's not going to be able to handle society for no, a long time. No, no. He's going to be not okay. <laughs> no, he's not. No. Yeah, he's a not okay guy for sure. No. I like that, uh, well, I say it again. I made note of the fact <laughs> that Doe became Envy and made Mills wrath at the same time. 
Wrath is the only one that really survives. Because like, Sloth is alive, but he didn't survive. He's he's gone. His brain is mush. Well, Mills yeah, is but crazy, but he's... Mills is not going to be okay for no, but he's more a of a, long time. He's more, of a, he's more survived than, than Sloth has, I think. He can still walk around. Well, yeah, more, everyone is more alive than Sloth. <laughs> yeah. Everyone. <laughs> a corpse. There's, Most corpses are more alive yes, than Yes, that dude is not <laughs> even close to being alive. Uh, it's like it's like on uh, Blair Thumb. Yeah, like, he's he's like half a, a body guy. He's yeah. not okay. Yeah, he's he's really not okay. Like, I I'm really I'm really glad that it was him though, and not me. I don't <laughs> want that for me. Nothing against him or anything. I just don't want that for me. <laughs> I don't want that for me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to be half body guy. And yeah, no half body guy. <laughs> I also made note that the uh, the credits roll backwards from what you're used to. Oh, yeah, they go up, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's right, they did, too. Yeah, it starts at the bottom and they go up. Wow. Dylan noticing the little things. <laughs> it's odd. They start, they, they scroll down instead of scrolling up. It's bizarre. Mm-hmm. Threw me for a loop. It was like another one of those things, just another thing to make you feel uncomfortable. <laughs> it's like there's something wrong with these credits, but I can't figure out Yeah, why. something's not right here. Yeah. And I need to go to the bathroom. Aside from one of those weird images that they put, they had in the title credits. Yeah. <laughs> Let's creep people out on the way out as well as in. <laughs> Looks like we can make this two episodes. We're at 43 minutes already. Holy cow. What happened? Okay, so um, let's end part one. Should, should I make this? Not part one of seven, but we'll part one where we talk about seven. Let's say goodbye now, what and I'll probably here? release these in two episodes. What's going on? We're going to split we're this gonna, into episodes. We're going to split it. Oh, okay. So we'll say goodbye for now, and I'll probably release the Fight Club one next week. Okay. So good night. night. Bye. This has been Welcome to Planet Bob. If you know any shows or movies you think we should discuss, find me on Twitter, at King of Bob. That's at King underscore of underscore Bob. And Derek, you can find me at Lars M on Twitter, L-A-R-Z-M. And this is Sarah. I'm on Tumblr at Welcome to Planet Bob. You can also find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash Welcome to Planet Bob. Thanks for listening to our show, and we hope you tune in next week. <laughs>